Hello again, it's Sarah from Weird Horizon. Thank you for joining me in this, which is the second part of my Applying Astrology Fundamental series, where I once again join with some good friends as we start to apply some really fundamental concepts and see how they relate to our own lives. Once again, the readings in this are not my own. I owe them from justastrologythings.com, where I use them to sort of calculate and create natal charts for my friends based on their birth details so the readings are not my own they are from this website which is excellent so I would encourage anyone who is interested in the topic to check it out. A couple of notes on the discussion it is a very exuberant and enthusiastic but obviously sometimes quite shaky understanding of astrology that we're working with here but I think we've got the right energy going into it. I did not explain very well, I think, really how the readings are calculated, but honestly, the application of astrology, there are many better resources out there than me to learn them from, so I would recommend having fun and exploring the subject yourself. It would take me way too long to explain it as a very in-depth concept. There are people who are much, much better at explaining it than me. That's to say, this discussion is just us as friends having sort of fun exploring the subject and having a bit of vent, which I think honestly is one of the best uses for the subject that you can have. I didn't get around to exploring the whole sign house system, which I said I would in the first part, but we just got too engrossed in what we were looking into. And that being said, if you're interested in this kind of content, I will be continuing with the spiritual and esoteric ideas with a series on tarot coming very soon. And I will, of course, revisit similar topics over and over again, I'm sure, as I learn more about the topics in general. But for now, thank you for sticking with me and I hope you enjoy this one. Hello. So we've had a little break and now we are going to move on from... Previously, we were just talking about the position of the sun at your time of birth, so your sort of sun sign. But we're going to move on to some of the other signs that are associated with your zodiac, because it's not just that. That is sort of the, the gateway into it. That's what most people think about when they think of astrology. But there are loads of other planets, of course. Did you know that? There are other planets. Good God. And they have an impact on your sort of natal chart as well. So we are going to talk about your moon sign now, um, because all the planets... And where they sort of sit in the in the sky uh, represent different energies and different cosmic forces and the ways that these can sort of manifest in your personality. So your moon sign or your lunar sign is thought to be the sign that rules your mood and rules your emotions. So it's a very inward focused sort of form of astrology that we use today. And in many ways, it's just as important as your sun sign. It's kind of the opposite to your sun sign in some ways. So yeah, when we think of our personalities, we don't tend to think of them as just one thing. Your personality is one thing. They kind of layer on each other. So there's the idea of the personality you project outward to the world. And there's also the personality that goes on beneath the surface. And your moon sign is thought to better reflect that sort of world beneath the surface. So depending on your moon sign and the qualities associated with it, it can affect how your sun sign is also presented. Because of course, what's going on inside your brain affects how you present yourself to the outside world. I, I guess when I was sort of <laughs> not researching for this, but you know, when I thought about my standing with astrology, one of my major complaints, uh, aside from you know the, the idea of my characteristics being decided by external forces uh, prior to my birth, 
one of the major problems I had was that, you know, I don't feel that you can really boil down any one human being to one set of characteristics or, or emotions. You know, people tend to be multifaceted. You know, someone can be very uh, strict and, and rule abiding, but in their personal life could be, uh, you know, a bit of a rebel and, you know, and go against the grain or whatever. This is the first I've heard of, of Moon Sign. So I was actually I was quite excited when you mentioned this because it was like, oh, no, there is more. Yes. Yeah. I think it brings in sort of, it brings in more layers and sort of fleshes out something that people can view as very constraining in that there is an implication of how you are in your life and that's who you'll ever be. You know, that's the only thing you'll ever be is this specific sign. You'll only ever represent these qualities. Um, but the qualities of the moon sign have the same sort of range and same sort of qualities associated with them as your sun sign. Um, but they are said to explain a little bit more about the relationship with how you react to the world and how you present your emotions and how you sort of lead relationships, for example. So it differs quite significantly from your sun sign. So I think the best thing to do is I'll read your moon sign stuff right now. Please. So we'll start with Lee because we started with Lee previously. So your moon sign is Scorpio. And Scorpio is a fire sign as far as I'm aware. Yeah, it's also the best Alex Ryder book. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the inner emotions of a Scorpio moon are to say the least intense. These people burn with deep passion and desire. Their emotions usually go to extreme highs and lows, almost consuming them. Just shaking his head over there. This gives Scorpio moons a deep understanding of human emotions, making them have an almost uncanny sense for the moods of people around them. They have an inner need for transformation, both with others and within themselves. He's taken off his glasses. I don't know what that means. Maybe because I'm not a Scorpio moon. So... Um, <laughs> uh, the dark intensity of this sign might not be apparent on the surface, however. Scorpio moons tend to hold their feelings rather than outwardly express them because they know that not everyone can handle their intensity. In order to truly open up to someone, a Scorpio moon must have a very strong sense of trust with the other person. He's mm. got his head in his hands. Scorpio moon will be extremely loyal and honest. If that trust is ever broken, the Scorpio moon may never forgive that person. As a fixed sign, Scorpio moons are individuals that hold on tightly to the few people they let into their inner circle. They know how to really connect with others on an emotional level and truly need those strong connections in order to feel emotionally secure. Trust is very important to this sign as Scorpio moons prefer to confront things as they really are. This was an interesting topic because I had come into this room with the idea of me just kicking the doors in and thinking, what a load of all balls and blah, blah, blah. But um, listening to the other sign and think, and kind of recognizing myself in the, in the, uh, in the descriptive nature. And then you've just said this, I can't, I can't shake. You mentioned that I took my glasses off and I had my head in my hands I am finding it very difficult to separate myself from the the words you've just said. I recognize myself in almost every one of them. Uh, um, Sarah and Lewis, um, just as a very brief back history, have been friends and work colleagues for 
the best part of five or six years now and you will know just how true that rings because um emotionally i am i i am very i'm very well versed i know who i am emotionally um it's actually quite difficult for me to 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 put into words because you've what you've just read rings so true it's a little bit eerie yeah. so you even said you said earlier in the first uh part when we talked about your um you, you know your your relationship with like you know your your mates other guys mm. uh you know you know your age and the difficulty of of expressing uh emotions with you know with people who aren't trusted mm friends mm. you know um, remember if we uh, this is going to be quite an interesting listen like a listen back because when i had said when you had uh what was the other sign? so this is the what the this is your moon sign. moon sign and before was the sun sign. sun sign so when i said the sun sign was all glowing and um you know and, and, you know bat packery um <laughs> i just thought it was a load you know it, it's it's i even mentioned that it was too positive and i was going to look forward to listening to the other side of it and now that we're on the other side of that coin i'm a little bit shaken it, it, for lack of a better word i cannot quite believe <laughs> what you've just said um because if we were to listen through from the, from the beginning to now i'd actually said a lot of these things we'd had a break and i'd said to you the importance of trust and now that you are, you know, not to sound too Hollywood, the kind of inner circle kind of thing, like yeah. what you've just said is completely true. And I'm a, I'm a little bit freaked out by it. It's, yeah. that's, it's... It's it, astrologythings.com as well. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for something so work a day as astrologythings.com, um, it's a little bit... Mm -hmm. um, but I, and the thing is that, so you've heard the words. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? So you know, you must know that that's quite true. It's weird. I yes, I feel a lot of that applies to yourself. Absolutely sure. Um, I'm I'm trying to view this. I'm from take a step back and mm -hmm. and view this. You know, could this apply to anyone? Um, are you Scorpio uh, in your moon sign? I don't we're gonna, we're, that's going to come up, coming up after the break. Because uh, you, or because you know, I'm interested. Because I could say some similar things about y yourself, Sarah. You know, you know, we're very good friends, obviously. But there's not in a negative way. But you know, there, there's some stuff that you know we we're both we can be quite reserved people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's some stuff that we we don't bring up, and it's not that we don't trust each other. It's just you know, not we don't have that relationship. So. One side of my brain is saying, "Yep, yeah, no, that's it. Yep, yeah, that's that's you down to a T." And then the other side is is sort of saying, "Well, you could kind of apply that to mm. a number of situations." You know, it, in another way, you're you're very open, right? With with us, I, I I don't think you're you're closed off from your friends. No, no, no. And that's the thing. Like when you start, and I think if we if I backtrack mm -hmm. just for a moment, if you as a as a person and as a reader um or as a listener to uh, to this kind of notion if you see yourself in the words it would be very easy and i think this is the kind of a crux of it it once you see yourself in these words you go i'm 
I am such a Capricorn. I, you know, you see what I'm saying. If one would just take a step back for a, for a moment, you there is the ability to run away with with oneself, and you you listen to the words and you you identify, and that's fine. But I think this is also the power of this. They say these words so you can identify and therefore you would then subscribe to this notion. It's all fantastic. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hmm. At no point, as I've said many, many times, I walked in here expecting to be on the back foot, to be immediately saying that this is a load of all ass and I was not going to be a part of it. But now, now you've said some words that I recognize and I resonate with, I'm now immediately a convert. Yeah. But... Now I can take a little step back and think to myself, as I'm, from what you've said, is this my is the is the version of what Sarah said me, and then is that then just this very loosely spread all these words that you can connect with and click with? Mm. Is this everyone else or is this me specifically? Obviously, this isn't me specifically. Those words, I think a myriad of people can connect with. You're saying so many descriptive words, these things that inspire and in and and, and then just have this emotive connection. That that's very clever. Whoever wrote this is clearly very clever because they want you to connect with at least one or two of these words. Some people can get can run away with the idea of I am so converted. <laughs> They've spoken to my soul. But on the fly, I know that they are saying words for to, to 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 hook me in and i respect that and i think it's fantastic because there are some words in there that do completely hook me in but where's the truth how much of this is actually true is difficult to know yeah i think it's possible to do both to see that there are things in here that are intentionally broad in order to sort of catch the most amount of people and also to see that some of these things are quite specific messages because some of these messages are things that people aren't going to come across ordinarily on their own. You don't often get confronted with media that tells you, you know, just how the depth of your emotion can put people off. That's not something that many people really get confronted with because we get this message that like emotions are a really good thing. You want to have all these emotions outwardly because that's, you know, Strong emotions is fantastic, but like a lot of people don't wear all their emotions on their sleeve, but don't always understand how, you know, there needs to be sort of a balance there between you, you can't hide every single emotion you have, you know? Just thinking and, uh, and you know, as, as we're talking, if you were to consider the act of trawling for fish, mm-hmm. you spread your nets out so wide to eventually reach a a um what's the collective lound of uh, the collective noun for fish oh a school of a fish. school of fish so you know that they're here but you don't know exactly where mm-hmm. but if you have a large enough net you can then catch them yeah so meaning you have your evocative words where you could potentially hit these school of fish and that's exactly what this is there it's it's the use of language language is key when it comes to this language is the absolute essence because if you throw your net 
wide enough. If you have a basic grasp of the English language, your net will be small. But if you have a, a, a an excitive language and you have the ability to throw that net further, you have the ability to catch more people. And this is what this is. This is emotionally trawling, mm -hmm. which is fine. Mm -hmm. And don't get me wrong, I, 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 I see it and I appreciate it and I respect it, but this is what we are, this is what we're dealing with. That's a fascinating way of putting it. That, no, I, I, I can visualize that, that makes sense, yeah. But you could also say from the flip side, you know, you've just been confronted with some pretty deep stuff about your emotions and how you present them and sort of how a lot of that is, um, you know, self-defense. Yeah, I agree. I think what you're saying is like this idea of this language of casting a sort of wide net and then catching as many people as you can. Because at the end of the day, like we are, we are emotional people and the way we are going to respond to this stuff is emotionally, right? You need an emotional hook for any of this information to do anything. It's not going to, no one's going to really respond to it if there is no emotional hook to get them in, I w would be my argument. Yeah. I agree with you. I think some of it can be qualitative, but... I think manipulative is, 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 a, is a hard... The manipulative brings, it conjures up the idea of, um, when I say, like, almost a profit... You know, it's the idea of, like, as we just had said off, um, like offline, the idea of that um, if we were to go back to the analogy of the uh, of the trawling of the of the throwing that that net, um, language is the net, but it's the imagination is the is the key. If if you can plant, if you can somehow supplant the idea of something that some of the, the hook as you to borrow a phrase the hook if you can draw in your audience with just one almost a syllable just a word mm -hmm. and then you've got them yeah. so the, the the more evocative language you use and that's the thing that the one thing that i think we can all agree on when it comes to this the language is not basic the language oh. is evocative mm -hmm. and with the more evocative and the and the more um, the more beautiful the language, your ears are pricked and the ideas are there. You can then say, oh, I can I can resonate with this. Uh, your brain fills in the gaps. You can fill in the gaps. It's the that gets you. Mm -hmm. I agree. Would you like to hear... Um... Would you like to hear I'd your moon sign? I'd love to hear my moon sign. Okay, so your moon sign is Sagittarius. Ooh. So Sagittarius moons have an adventurous, optimistic spirit to them. Uh, this is one of the happiest positions of the moon, as Sagittarius is all about wonder, spontaneity, friendliness, and freedom. They don't get bogged down in deep emotions, which can sometimes make them seem detached. People of this sign usually have a love for learning, as they are constantly searching for the answers to life's biggest questions. The easygoing spirit of Sagittarius often makes these answers the life of the party. But as a moon sign, this may only come out when they are with people that they are comfortable with. With the archer as the symbol of Sagittarius, Sagittarius moons can never be fully tamed. They feel best when they are independent. The mutable quality of this sign also indicates variety and change. So Sagittarius moons yearn for a constant change of scenery. As a fire sign, Sagittarius moons have great energy, but they may get angry at times, especially when they think others are being close-minded. 
They may not have a deep understanding of emotions and can be impatient and easily bored. This sign acts on instinct and prefers to look at the big picture rather than the details. Ruled by Jupiter, Sagittarius moons are constantly expanding their knowledge and looking to the future. They love to share their ideas and learnings with others and ultimately need a partner who can partake in their endeavours. It's a lot. There's a lot to take in there, and uh, I don't want to jump in, but um, jump in. I will immediately. <laughs> I will immediately say, from from the uh, from the last reading to yours, um, and I because I know you, I would say there was a lot in there for me, and not so much for you. That seemed like a lot of filler and a lot of, uh, and, and, and this is where it wasn't I, this is, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, it was piece by piece, but for you, I can't help but feel, when I think of this kind of, uh, th these kind of readings, it's this, which I would say was bunkum. As you mentioned, this is the interior mind, this isn't about the, this isn't as much about the presentation that you put out to the world this is about what's going on internally and what's informing your decisions so it doesn't necessarily come across one-to-one -one. you may not see this in someone and also you may not feel this about yourself if you like this could be 100 percent true mm -hmm. if you're not in touch with your motivations you wouldn't know it not to say that it is 100 percent true i'm just saying like you... no 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 for sure no i understand what you're saying uh and uh... Okay, this is gonna sound like a tangent, but I, I the actually the the Myers, the the Briggs Myers, the the oh Myers Briggs, yeah. It, it's a personality uh, test, and you can do it online. There's mm -hmm. there's a, a website for it, and it, go, it goes into detail. Uh, and much like astrology, a pessimist or a reductive person could view it as a, a way of putting people in boxes. You know, many of the questions relate to you know yeah acting on impulse or your relationship with change mm -hmm. and for me um you know i'm i'm someone who believes that change in general is good uh, yeah. i'm someone who in private um uh, you know i i do react on impulse you know um you know i'll 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 do things on a on a whim I'll uh, react to things with spontaneity. I won't dwell on it too much. Mm -hmm. And that's just not me saying, oh, this is what I'd like to be. Like, you know, uh, my partner, you know, has sort of brought this up as much to, to the extent that, you know, we've both wondered if I have ADD or ADHD or, yeah. or something like that. Um, so... Sagittarius moves have an adventurous, optimistic experiment to them. Right. Okay. So that now... Don't to... get bogged down in deep emotions. Yes. So a lot of people... Well, I don't know how you feel, but I'm, not everyone I know would call me an optimist. They'd probably call me more sort of... Not a pessimist, but like a realist. In my in my personal life, you know, I... I you know, I, I have these... You know, I have a vivid imagination. I know that. Of things, you know... Sorry, not to interrupt. I, I was listening to every word that Lewis was saying. I'm not trying to be rude, but uh, I, in in that time that Lewis was speaking, I uh, I'd open a bottle of Bollinger. No, 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 don't remove it. Um, it's a uh, as a sign of good luck. 
Bollinger. They would uh, cut open the the cork of a uh, of a bottle of Bollinger and put a um, a coin inside it, a silver coin, and wrap it with the uh, the wrapper, and that would be a sign of good luck. Okay. And as this is the first time we've done this, I want to give this to you. It is true. It's like putting um, the coins on your eyes when you go to the room of sticks. Well, actually, no. That, just, just to. Uh, good, I, I made that I, up. I, I'm, I'm going to quickly backtrack on that. There, um, the reason why they'd put the coins over the eyes for the river sticks is the uh, the coins were for the rivermen to take you uh, uh, into the gates of hell. So, um, <laughs> uh, not so. <laughs> so, uh, so no. The connection for what I wanted to do was was romantic, and I wanted to say thank you for inviting me and gave it this lucky charm. And what Lewis said was uh <laughs> the, the Remember to give a tip yeah. to the taxi yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah oh. bring out your dead the dead man's coming yeah moving on sorry i, I do apologize that's quite all right getting um, getting getting back to it and mm-hmm. my apologies for rambling without going into it for an excessive amount i i i would say that um y- you know when you when you see one small uh connection um, with with any of that, mm-hmm. it's you know with it's very a, easy to run away with it. Yeah, it it you know especially like especially if it's positive. Please, you know when you're presented with like you know let's find these characteristics in in Lewis's personal mm-hmm. life. You know you find one piece of evidence and it will support yes um every everything else. So for me it's like you know oh well um you do act uh, with some spontaneity you you do tend to think about sort of big picture ideas you know that that's something that happened in the myers-briggs test Mm -hmm. Uh, so and if that's true it's not that far of a stretch to suggest that oh actually i do have some optimistic ideas and you know maybe i am actually more emotional um i realize and i know with that in mind you know if i react so so uh you know uh randomly with my emotions you know maybe i'm sub word random it's almost um once, once you have an idea, uh, like you were saying, um, once you have an idea and then you don't pad it out, it almost becomes offensive. It's, you've you've thrown in a word that you can recognise, and then to not pad it out, and then to go back to what I is that it's, it, it, it's that introspective. It's the idea. Your ideas fill in the in, fill in the blanks. Yeah, that's not the, the, the words that you read out that did that. No. I did that. Then you fill in those gaps, yeah. which is fine. But um, it, it, in, some, in some respects, like I was listening to, to, what, you to what you were saying, it, you sound as immediately like you're on the back foot. I feel disarmed, uh, honestly. Disarmed is, a, is the right way to describe it, but as an outsider looking in... I know why, because you are, um, and and I can say this with with you know with no malice, and as a friend and and as a as a close confidant, as you know for for many years, um, immediately if if I was to give you a compliment, you would be as as quick as a cat to then eradicate that compliment. <laughs> so if you listen to anything positive, you're. What I would see, I wouldn't say downfall, but the one thing that I have noticed in the past is that you would be very quick to erase that and to and to then to remove that. Um, because no, no, that's fair enough. Because of, I don't know, I don't know the reason why. Maybe you know, maybe it's difficult to hear compliments, but um, 
but you shouldn't do that. You should be listening to these words that, and, and finding the positive. So when it comes to like comedy, they uh, comedians would often say, often say they need to find the funny. You need to find the Lewis. That's what I'm trying to say. So you hear these positive words, and then rather than spinning them on their head and trying to eradicate those positive words, you should then listen and, and say, you know what? Thank you for saying that. I'm going to bring us back down to focus. So, Thank you, though. Yes. So 100% agree. <laughs> There's some hugging going on. So that is one level of complexity beyond the regular level that we're aware of. Mm -hmm. So that is one thing beyond the regular zodiac that we're aware of. And yes, I don't think everything, I don't expect anyone to approach any reading and think everything they read is 100% applicable to them because it's supposed to say something about the complexity and the contradictions that exist in like it's your personality. It's meant to make you feel shit and it's meant to make you have reactions. And the fact that you both had reactions to it means that one, you're actually willing to put some work towards thinking about yourself. Because yeah, a lot of people won't. Yeah. Some people could read this and they would get nothing from it. They'd either yeah. think, oh, it's all me. Yeah. I don't need to do anything. Or that's completely bullshit. Yeah. I don't see anything into it. But like I said, that is the f like the first level. Like, that is just the sun and the moon. I still think no matter where we go and no matter how how deep we dig i still think the uh the 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 crux of this the foundation of this will even if, if this is surface level mm -hmm. and if we want to uh dig into this i would still say i still state on my life that language is the crux of this you, you know you can you can make people uh you know believe or or, or um uh, take on certain opinions uh well not easily but you you know there, there are ways of doing that i said to a, a friend the other the other day it was it was a, a lady friend and i said to her she was saying oh you know i've put on a lot of weight recently and said oh, you're not pregnant are you and, <laughs> and and then she hesitated and she said no <laughs> But now that thought's there. That that doubt yeah, yeah. is in her mind. Yeah, bizarrely, you've impregnated her thoughts. <laughs> yeah. It is language. It is yeah. it is a a language that has been made up of four thousand years of this. This is a very, very long history of working out how to have people approach this and how to have people see themselves in it. Like it's not been this personal for very long, but it is built upon a solid like yeah. foundation of that this is what people respond to emotionally i would like to see just to put in, uh, uh, something that i was just thinking then on the uh, on the basis of uh, of language and then something that you'd mentioned of of time mm -hmm. i would be very intrigued to see if there were some kind of figures of let's say in the 80s to now to someone who would the people who subscribe to the idea of of this from from the 80s to now yeah. because if you were to consider the 80s to now is 30 plus years and in 30 plus years we have done nothing but become more introspective yeah. we are talking of three of us now if we were to do this two men and a and a woman in the 80s 
this would be almost heresy, and the idea it would, the idea would be absolutely unconstitutional. Like we yeah. just we we wouldn't do this, but now we're doing this now, and it was so arbitrary and so work a day that we could talk lackadaisically and emphatically about the ways that we are feeling yeah. in that time frame in thirty years. I would be considerably surprised if had not gone up. Is ridiculously popular right now. I think in terms of people using it, yeah. this is probably as popular as astrology has ever been. Talking, if people are introspecting, if people are looking for the answers exactly. to how your friends and how you are feeling, and those questions are becoming easily answered because we're talking more, yeah. simply because it, it must be the most popular it has ever been in time. Yes, I think it is. Like from. From where we're going to go from here, for example, we're going to be talking about your ascendant sign. So you've got your sun, you've got your moon, your ascendant. And your ascendant sign is something that I think people have could only really have been thinking about very, very recently. Because your ascendant sign is about the surface level, the first impression that you put out towards the world. So just sort of like the this kind of feelings that you fall back on if you're under pressure or if you're uncomfortable. So not even like the best version of yourself, not the version that you wish you were. Like this is your sort of, when you're put on the back foot, this is the kind of stuff you apparently put out into the world. And I feel like 10 years ago, are people going to be looking into <laughs> what they put out there as like a reflex? Are people going to care about that? Are people going to be really trying to interrogate yeah. the image they put out to the world when they're under stress or, yeah. you know? In my lifetime, we've we've come from you know master your emotions mm -hmm. you, you know it, when i was a, at school it was a matter of you know like if something happens you know it, it's you, you know you've got to think about what you do uh, um and you know i know in some communities you know that's 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 still sort of enforced you know like um in military communities it's practice 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 until you respond to certain stimuli in a, in a certain way mm -hmm. um but like a scientific reason for how humans react in certain ways you know we could we could look at you know our origins as, as a species you know the human's first reaction to a change in temperature is to back off immediately uh you know those are sort of inbuilt survival techniques yeah which have been passed down over millions of years yeah just innate yeah yeah these like knee-jerk reactions yeah and then over time you you build up this armory, this you, rather than having just these, uh, you know, when you're sleeping, they have this arbitrary explanation of why you jerk when you're sleeping. Right. And it's because you fall out of a tree and that kind of, you know, which is if it's true, fine. If it's not, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but like over time um, with the connection with self and the connection with others, this we are relatively in new territory, because if you were to compare our emotional self now to just one step down if you were to compare yourself to your mother and your father it would be as if it was chalk and cheese there are there is no way that your parents were having this kind of conversation <laughs> with each other and even at worst they were having this conversation with their friends you are having a fucking laugh. <laughs> if if you were to consider not to use such coarse language, but and I think we've done quite well, language-wise. There was no way 
in the history and the hierarchy of of human of where we are today we have never been this close with self we've never had the ability and the connection with ourselves and our friends and that is something we need to be extremely proud of something that we do not give a pat on the back to each other that connection is critical and for something like this a, a this is almost like this education this idea of something that i've always pushed away but it's when you hear that language it's so evocative and i can see myself and i can see my friend i can see my friend lewis who i know and i can think to myself i can see my friend sarah and hear that language and think no that's a load of bullshit so one of the things people say about ascendant signs and why it's one of the sort of first inroads to astrology is because some people say that people resonate more strongly with their ascendant sign mm, because really? they, see why. yeah because they resonate with this image that they put forward into the world so much it's that they see that yeah and they, they feel that that's their personality they feel like over time the image they put out is themselves and they don't realize what they're pushing down because they have to resonate with this outward impression so strongly in order to kind of feel any sense of self which is a big fucking question a horrible question like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say to either you how how well do you think your outward impression of yourself lies with your true self because that is the fucking question that will drive you mad it's the biggest question that you could ask i would say yeah and i can see why when it comes to this it's the first is what you see in the paper they don't say this because people will be throwing themselves on bridges. <laughs> because yeah. this is the one where they get down to your your individuality. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just the, the broad strokes. Ah, oh, you should feed your plants. Ah, oh, you should do this. This gets into the nitty gritty. It's the lies you tell yourself every day. This is the... This, <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap yourself in, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is going to get horrible. But this is the thing... I, I, this is where I'm interested. Oh, we're not going to talk about Freud, are we? No. no. Uh, this does sound modern. Yes, this is based on, you'll never guess who, Carl Jung. Hey. <laughs> Always got to be Carl Jung. Um, so it is based on psychoanalysis, but it is, yeah, it's pretty down to the bedrock of it. Like there's no getting away from it. Even if you start to ask these questions or start to think about answers to these questions, there's no getting away with it. It's uncomfortable because it's the kind of questions that you don't want to ask yourself day to day. Like, am I putting out, you know, an image of my authentic self? No, I'm fucking not. No one is. But you don't want to feel like that. You want to feel like you are. Um, but there are, of course, readings in astrology to help you deal with this. And I don't think, of course, that they present all of the answers. But at the very least, they present like a little inroad in that here's some ideas and from these ideas you can go actually yeah i feel that represents me or actually mm. i feel really strongly about this thing and whether it's true or false yeah. it's something to start with you know in order to start this work because it is work <laughs> at the end of the day yeah you that's a great way of putting it it's uh yeah, sorry. Like I say, I can't. I, I, I couldn't put that in a better do way. Do you wanna? Do you wanna know yours? I kind of do. <laughs> now that I've like, I, I kind of do. Shot you in the face with that. So, your ascendant is Cancer. Um, so people, cancer girl, right here. Yeah, cancer girl. So people with this rising sign come off as gentle creatures. They're familiar. The guy or the girl next door. They don't make huge daunting entrances. Instead, they weave their way into new locations. 
This ascendant is sensitive to their environment, so they may get flustered easily in public. In tune with the crab, these people are inclined to protect themselves when feeling threatened or in uncomfortable situations. When new circumstances present themselves, they may withdraw or act shy. Overall, they come across as very caring people. They may seem very sweet, maybe even innocent. Usually, they are quite approachable because they appear unassuming. Some cancer ascendants, however, are the opposite. <laughs> I had to include that. Well, I mean, initial impressions. I mean, uh, there's bits of that where, um, obviously, there's, there's bits where uh, sections, words, where where I can I, I, I can see some of that in, in myself. You know, mm. I'm a, you know, if I was being critical of myself, I'd say I'm a little protective. You know, mm. uh, in an uncomfortable situation. Like a crab. Like a crab. Um, well, yeah, I, 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 you know, I know how crabs react. They're, you know, they're, they, 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 they you know, they get up, they get their claws ready to go. They're, they're ready. Um, you know, I don't want to hurt anyone, but like, you, you know, when I'm, when I find myself in an uncomfortable or, or a new situation, you know, I'm not talking about like a life or death situation. Thankfully, I've never been in something like that. But it, you, you know, you're, I guess. This is what I meant earlier. I, I know it, it's it, it might not be super relevant to this, but that that kind of like that fight or flight mm -hmm. uh, instinct can kick in over basically anything. You know, you hear a a, a car backfire. Mm -hmm. You know, in the road kicks in, and that and that base layer in your brain, which only kicks in when it really matters. You know, that comes into effect, and you know, for me, that's a matter of like you know. Um, your self self preservation and and defense, and I I can see that in in myself. I think. I yeah, I agree. Like I think when you take it all together, when you look at you know the sun sign thing of this like well grounded and soothing and creative and all this sort of stuff, but you have these reactions that you feel that aren't they don't always align with these positive traits about yourself. I think like whether it's you know, one-to-one, -one, a real description of yourself or not, it can help to explain some of the sort of gut reactions we have to things because they're not always the kind of reactions we wish we we had. Exactly. I I would go as far to say I'm ashamed of of some of the, the, the feelings I feel or the way I've reacted in situations. You know, I look back on stuff I've, I've done in the past and be like, oh, God you know, uh, how embarrassing, or, you know, why couldn't I have done this? Why couldn't I have been more like this person who I look up to? Or, yeah. you know, you, you hear all these wonderful stories about people doing wonderful things in, in desperate circumstances. And when I'm presented with something that's, you know, half as stressful and <laughs> and, and a quarter as serious, mm -hmm. um, you know, and I, I really screw the pooch on it, or hit to the ego. I see that more of a, you know, something that can be developed over time. But you know, if I if I really believed in in astrology and star signs, it would be like, oh well, that's all right then. Yeah. You know, there's a reason I reacted that way. It's like it's it's similar to CBT in that way, isn't it? Just like <laughs> understanding the the sort of roots your mind takes and the responses your body has, and trying to interrupt that. Like whether you're coming at it from like a spiritual point of view or a scientific, 
it can still have the same effect, you know? Oh, yeah. If yeah. you understand what bad responses or what you view as un undesirable responses are and can sort of intercept those, then that's just as useful as whether you, you know, done it through therapy or if you'd done it through astrology. Yeah. <laughs> like, no I don't think it's that. a perfect solution, but, you know, it's still doing the same sort of treading the same roads that we were talking about earlier. Your ascendant sign is uh, Scorpio. Oh, again. Okay. So, I yeah, guess. you had Scorpio something else, didn't you? You did. The Aluna one, yeah. So your Scorpio risings have a considerable measure of quality. There is something about them that tells the world that they are not to be pushed around. They demand respect and occasionally fear. They always appear to be determined and powerful. People either love or hate Scorpio ascendants. They do not go unnoticed. They can typically see directly through individuals looking past superficiality. Scorpio risings in their dealings with others search for answers by searching for some hidden meaning in everything. Surface details are disregarded when they are feeling out people and their situations. Now, just me, just looking that, I can, I can see a lot of how you deal with things in that personally. I don't know if it's just because I know both of you well and for a long time but it's, it's quite easy for me to go like oh yeah it's yeah. <laughs> about right yeah i feel like for whatever reason yours leah like <laughs> twisting the knife in it's um, <laughs> um it's funny i know i've mentioned it uh previously but this has been quite um quite the quite the quite the teaching um, I, as I've said before, I was expecting to walk in and thinking this was a load of a hokum. But to be honest, the more I hear, uh, the more I resonate with. Um, obviously, it's, you know, I do have to, even though I can listen to the words you're saying, there is a part of me that has this bullshit um, filter to decipher the truth from hokum mm -hmm. i this i'm assuming this is the final part um i am start re, uh, genuinely starting to see myself in, in 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 a lot of this and to the point of to the point of i don't know if there's a background to uh, to this but uh um did you see the email today regarding the uh, the voucher yeah. The way it was worded was um, they had made a mistake and therefore I had had to pay for it. And my hackles were so very, very up. I was ready for war. And I had told my wife what I was about to say. And she had said, are you sure you want to use this, <laughs> this language? It sounds rather provocative. And uh, for yeah, yeah, it was very much the Breaking Bad equivalent of those two brothers and uh, setting fire and then walking away ever so coolly with a cigar and then just boom. Um, yeah, those words, I am, I am, I am just like that. But yeah, that, that really does sound quite similar to me. And it's a little bit, to borrow a phrase, Lewis, it's a little disarming. It's given me... Um, pause for thought. It, 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 I'm a little bit introspective. The idea of listening to these words, a website that I would in I would un I would not frequent. 
the, these are the corners of the internet that I would not glance over. Yeah. And even like to the point of like vitriol, I would, mm. I would d despise this. Yeah. If this someone, is yeah. If someone had come to you and said, "Oh, you know, you're a, a Scorpio, yeah. a lunar Scorpio," yeah. a couple of weeks ago, you would have said, oh. "That means nothing oh, to honestly, me." Honestly, you say a couple of weeks. Mm. The preamble to this conversation, um, and this is the beauty of of having um, of doing this, but really. In summary, the absolute beauty of this friendship that we have. <laughs> that is something that is something to behold. I just love this. The idea that we can talk openly is just an absolute joy. But something, the, the topic that I would not even consider. <laughs> I wouldn't even consider this. This would be so out of my depth. I would just walk in, like I say, this is nonsense. Two hours in. I can already see the credence. Yeah. I can understand it. You can see why it's been around for four I can understand it. It's the, it's the snake oil salesman. <laughs> this The way I see it, I was watching this morning, I had this feeling that we were going to do this, and it reminded me of Red Dead Redemption. It reminded me of the snake oil salesman when he would go from town to town and sell his wares, and he would... He would use his um, salesman um, ability because uh, he was just because crooks are always just want crooks are, 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 uh, are one step ahead of law and righteousness. And he would use his language just to hook in. This is going to this the elixir to, to fix all ailments. Yeah. And I, this is what I thought this was. But I can kind of see it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say I'm sold, but I can see the allure. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting, and I can. And the thing is, for me, I can see my company, and I know my company, and I know who I'm with. I know the intelligence that you both possess. I can see that you're both intrigued, yeah. and that is the most powerful thing. That I am surrounded by people who are doubters and within three hours the glimmer in your eyes including my own mm -hmm. the hooks powerful yeah. yeah when i started this absolutely absolutely a skeptic but already i can I feel like this is something I want to learn a bit more about. And like this is this is like one or two levels of complexity. This gets <laughs> orders of magnitude more complex and you can take, you know, that much more information from it. Like in many ways, I think that the same information can come from different sources, but there's just something so intriguing, intriguing about it. There's this underlying nature of it. There's a narrative to it, because I think. It's been, because it's been going on for so long, there's this draw, there's this ability to hark back to times of yore when we would look up to the stars for answers. We would see a Capricorn, we would see a Taurus, we would see these things and we would have that wonderment. And that wonderment has passed on for eons. And for us to still have the ability to hark back to those primitive times, it has to have some draw. I don't know, but the, cre the credence is there. I'm not sure. It's, let's find out. It's the idea of like archetypes. Like this is a thing Carl Jung was like super fucking into. Like the idea that there's sort of innate characteristics, there's certain 
characteristics which people will flow to the certain ways in which your life will pan out like there's innate narratives mm. like there's innate narratives to life which i think is just so interesting i get like the more you research these kinds of topics you more you realize it all comes into the same sort of like there's a weird sort of unifying theory just out of reach you know something to do with some sort of unifying narrative yeah, like purely narrative like word-based human specific narrative that unites it all which i think is so fucking interesting because a lot of this like it's four thousand years old yeah the zodiac signs have been around for four thousand years mm. and the fact that they can still be applicable to people nowadays and that they can change so much in decades it's the draw there's the yeah. draw and, and i think we still come back to um not to keep on harking back but if you if you were to connect to one thing if you say four five six thousand years what is the one thing that we can connect with and i personally believe that it is language mm -hmm. if it's not language then what's the through line where do we connect if you have that right passage that right grasp of language this isn't based on truth this is the one thing that we need to realize that this is not truth. We can't look back and consider ourselves. Now we are seven and a half billion people on this planet. We can't say that this is truth, but what it does have as this resonance and this ability to connect with people. Yeah, I think that's where we should end it, to be honest. I think that's about it. Oh yeah, I agree. I think astrology, whether it's, whether you believe it's, it's fact-based or not is, one of the most accessible frameworks that you can use to sort of access this idea of your humanity, you know, to really come to grips with what it means to be a human and how that has changed over time. It draws on some really, really powerful things, some things that most people, like I say the majority of people can't help but sort of feel something about. And it uses this emotion. It uses the language, like you said, really powerful language. I think it's exciting. It is exciting. And the fact that it's, it's remained relevant for so long says, to me at least, that it says something There's of value. There's something there. There's a draw. Yeah. There's something there. So I think we should probably leave it there. I am Lee Morehouse. I uh, This is the first iteration of uh, the podcast i am absolutely honored to be a part of it i've listened to every episode and love it sarah is one of my closest friends absolutely adore her and as with lewis hopefully you'll get to know me a little bit more well um have a good night or morning depending on where you are <laughs> what you're doing uh but uh you know, have a good one on us indeed all right so sarah from weird horizon and uh goodbye see you soon bye Thank you for joining me again for another episode on our astrology series. This is the concluding part on astrology. I will be coming back soon with a new mini-series on a different topic. If you would like to interact with me in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter as Weird Horizon and on Instagram under Weird Horizon Podcast. I will see you soon. Bye. I was around Lewis's the other day, like, we could get a little bit. We could get a little bit. Live on air, ladies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen.
You're going to buy a Ouija board from a cult.net. Oh, hold up. Wait, is this like tarot cards? Can you buy your own? I don't know. If it comes from Amazon, is it going to be cursed? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to buy a Ouija board. First and foremost, how do you spell Ouija board? O. (laughs) I got O. I'm confident on the O. Type in Luigi board. I got 20% of the word. Right, okay. Right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as this will be oh, no they doubt, are so much cheaper they're than so I much thought. cheaper. Can you imagine? Can you imagine speaking it to your dead worse. aunt for just eight ninety nine for the lower right? price of eight ninety nine? 